are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. As bundletech.io launched middle of 2023, they help you launch your affiliate program and manage partners using software. He's got 30 folks on the beta list, signed up a bunch of them from Sastry, closed 1 million of his 1.4 million pre-seed round. That's at a 7 million valuation. So selling about 20% of the company. They're burning just 30 grand a month right now, all in. Again, they're pre-revenue, but plenty of runway uh, with himself, his co-founder, who he gave a uh, CTO, who gave a uh, 40% equity to, and other employees own 10%. Four engineers, two to three are part-time, looking to move them over to full-time as they get to revenue. He's hoping to charge about a grand per month for the software to these 30 beta users when it launches. We'll see if he can get it done. Hey, folks, my guest today is David Walsh. He's a three-time founder with 10 years of experience as a startup leader, angel, investor, and serial entrepreneur. Loves building companies, taking them from zero to one, now working on bundletech.io if you want to follow along. It's a B2B referral software for SaaS. David, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right, you do have like a nightmare affiliate situation at a past company, and that's how you got the idea for this or what? <laughs> that's a great starting point. Yeah, I launched a referral program in two separate companies, one back in 2018, and it was all Excel spreadsheets, email marketing, and I was like, this needs to be improved. So, What needed to be improved? I mean, so many times uh, founders think, I got to build this out, and then Excel wins long term because it's just the thing that's always there and it works. Yeah, absolutely. I think like I'll, st- I'll, go, I'll give you the kind of two headlines. The first one is, a lot of times in B2B, so we're a B2B referral software. We help companies that are selling to other businesses influence the word of mouth of their current customers and users. And for the most part, a lot of companies struggle with that. And right now, a lot of companies are looking for new ways to grow and more efficient ways to grow. So the timing was the was right. Um, and so, yeah, the two things that we heard in customer interviews and doing conversations before we actually started to code anything was a lot of just people aren't aware that there is a program in place for B2B. It's at the bottom of a sitemap or it's an email marketing campaign. You aren't really aware that there is a program. And then if you are aware, the incentives are really poor. It's like $50 discount for your employer's subscription to the software. So we wanted to improve those two things. And we started with that problem set. Uh, and we have kind of a unique way in which we do that. That makes a lot of sense. So walk me through how a customer... Well, first off, when did you launch the company? So started building uh, midway through last year. So it's still relatively new. Um, And then, yeah, started. we we officially kind of unveiled it and started launching in September of last year. Okay, great. And any customers today are still beta? Still have beta customers. We have like 30 customers signed up. Uh, We kind of had to put, put pause on the... Or put a break on the old business development just because we had quite a bit of interest at the beginning uh, and we wanted to just prove out with these early stage customers that we can uh, help them drive revenue so still beta but good traction so far and then to those 30 they're paying or they're free beta free trials uh hopefully converting soon um what's taking so long why not show them a paywall right now that's a great question um you know initially so i would say it started with our whole model is that we build a new revenue stream for you. And it takes a little bit of time. So when we launch a referral program, it's not like immediately you're going to have uh, 10 new customers signed up. Uh, it takes a little bit of time. So I think that's that's one component. 
Uh, and then initially, you know, we're building the product as we're testing with these customers. So we're asking for a lot of feedback from them on the product and just in general. So while we're doing that, we wanted to kind of build in hand in hand with them. Um, I have thought about, uh, you know, initially just adding a paywall, but to beginning, it's honestly just feedback that we're looking for. And then now we're speaking with lots of customers about uh, paid paid signups and we might reduce the, the, the free trial to 30 days. Yeah. Who's we? You have a co-founder? Yeah, me and a co-founder. Uh, and then there's a team of four engineers. Uh, so pretty heavy on the R&D side, uh, which is quite deliberate. How are you paying those engineers pre-revenue? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I initially funded it somewhat myself. Uh, two of the engineers, to be transparent with you, are part-time, converting to full-time. We actually just closed our pre-seed round in December of last year. So they're kind How of- How much was that for? Uh, we're closing up to 1.4 million. Okay. How much has already closed? Uh, right now, just shy of a million, and we have a right. Soma Capital demo day tomorrow, which we're excited about. So, trying to fill out the rest of the round before the end of the end of the month. That's great. And most folks raising pre-seeds right now are selling something like twenty percent of the company. Are you in that same range? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Like right now, I'm kind of deciding how much capital do we really need to execute the vision and the strategy to get to revenue because. Uh, once we get to revenue, we should be able to raise another round. So those are all conversations we're having right now. And I think it's more important, about less about dilution, more important about strategic value add from the investors and building a good relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, okay. So raising a million, 5 million post, is it on a, is it equity round or a safe? It's a safe and the post is higher than that. Um, it's actually 7 million. Okay. So you're selling under 20% then? Right now, currently we've sold under 20, but the target is 1.4. So we oh, sell under 20. I see, I see, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so that's how you're paying folks. Um, two co-founders at the beginning, right? This is the hard, it's the most dilutive moment in any company's history is your co-founder equity, right? How do you guys decide who gets what? You just split it 50-50 or what? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, no, you know what? I came up with the idea. I got it off the ground and I got the initial kind of customer traction and then was pretty deliberate in trying to find a CTO and a technical co-founder who had the experience to build the infrastructure that we were looking for. So because of that, you know, we we actually went with 60-40. Um, and then the 10% difference is actually for the option pool for early stage employees. I'm a big believer in getting the, the early team quite a, you know, quite a significant amount of equity if they're really good value add. And then obviously on a four-year best. So um, yep. yeah, that's how we structured it today. So, so employee stock option pool or ESOP 10%, CTO 30% and you own 60% because you took the initial risk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually it's six, sorry, 50 for me, 40. Oh yeah. 40 and then, uh, and then 10 for the option pool. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, look, putting your own money in of your own baby is eating your own dog food. That's how you have to do it. Uh, help me understand though, how painful was that? I mean, are we talking like a 5k check or like a 500k check? Yeah. Uh, I would say, I'd say one additional component to that. I have a, a two, just over two year old son at home and child oh, wow. and a high rent. So when you're making these risks and decisions as an entrepreneur, and this is my third time around, uh, you really have to sit down and start to think about family planning. And it became a little, little bit more complicated this time with a kid. Um, so kind of wanted to get to revenue and wanted to get to investment as quickly as we could, because look, my my job is to is to build and scale the company. Um, I did put in a, a bit of cash. It wasn't 5K. It was a bit good bit more than that, but it wasn't up to, to 500K. Um, and honestly, that was just to hire the early stage engineers and, and promise them kind of uh, that if we get to revenue, we'll, we'll, we'll increase their their shares or their, uh, their comp package. And I would say lastly on that, and last, yeah, lastly, on that piece, you kind of want those engineers that are early stage that want to go and build something at the very beginning and believe in your vision, but it's kind of a two-sided 
uh, you know, two sides to the coin, right? Um, so yeah, uh, we were lucky that we found really great engineers that were willing to, to to get on board and believed in what we could do. And then we executed the strategy, which was to raise some capital and then get them paid. Um, talk to me about that beautiful moment where you go from a bunch of free beta users to your first paying customer. A big decision you have to make there is price. What are you planning to charge? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so 12K uh, is kind of the entry level. So 1K a month is what we're targeting initially. And that's a subscription to the software. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that that's realistic, right? A lot of our customers, early customers are 25K ACVs up to 50K ACVs. So if they launch with us, uh, we anticipate over a 12 month period that we should at least be able to get them 10, if not 20 new customers through this channel. And so 10 customers on a low end at 25K ACV is 250K in new business revenue. So that's how we're kind of working backwards. Um, it's a bit of an art and a science. I think pricing will evolve pretty dramatically. We want to get it up to 25K ACV ourselves, but initially starting with 12K. Um, and then we also have a thesis that we might be able to charge a, a percentage of the revenue that we generate down the line. Mm-hmm. And how much, obviously, the more time you have to figure this out, the better. So how much are you burning today on a monthly basis? Are we talking like 30K or more? That's pretty much spot on. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So team of six, you know, some other soft software expenses you pay for, something like that. So you've got plenty of runway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Very cool. All right. Um, talk to me uh, before we wrap up here about how you got these first 30 on the beta list at all. How'd you get those folks engaged? Yeah, great question. So I, I'd say like being transparent with you, 50% from my network, you know, just having done this and being a B2B software for quite a while, I had a good network of people I could reach out to. Um, 10% organic signups. So when we launched in September, we had, you know, quite a bit of interest and some of them weren't the white qualified leads, but some were. And so 10% came from that. And then 40% from going to one conference, I would say like- Which conference? Like, Saster in October of last year, I had never been and I hadn't gone to an in-person conference in quite a while. And when you're early stage pre-seed seed, there's nothing better than going around to the different comp booths, speaking with your ICP, speaking with your potential buyer, like ours is head of marketing and just getting feedback. Um, so we had quite a bit of interest from that and it was just such a good return on investment. And I actually went by myself and ended up signing up quite a few trial customers. That's awesome. All right. Well, we hope you convert them on that note, David. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book. Oh, uh, hard thing about hard things. Ben Horowitz. My wife slags me because I think I have five of them because I keep losing the book on holidays, but that's my favorite book. That's funny. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, all of the major ones you can think about, but um, I really like uh, Lattice's CEO. Yeah, um, Lattice. <laughs> number uh jack right yeah jack altman sorry just went yeah. he skipped my head there yeah jack is You're good i actually he actually was at saster and he spoke on stage he was phenomenal um, i'm a big fan of him number three what's your favorite online tool online tool you know it's it's cliche to say in this world but actually <laughs> chat gpt has been super helpful at the early stages of this company launching previous right. companies it takes you a lot of time to build all this documentation it's so fast so i'd say that um i don't know people don't people don't like slack personally i do it's pretty phenomenal uh, in terms of getting work done so that would be my second mm-hmm. uh number four how many hours of sleep are you getting every night especially with this two-year-old at home 
You know, I live in Ireland, but I live in, sorry, I live in Los Angeles from Ireland. So we travel quite a bit back and forth twice a year, at least. So I'd say right now you're catching me mid-January. He has not slept well since coming back. So less this time around, maybe five or six hours. But uh, mm -hmm. typically I try to get like eight or nine. All right. So married and one kid. Yeah. Okay. And how old are you? 32. 32. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. That it's that it's not as hard as you think to start a business and convince people that, you know, you can build a company that doesn't matter your age. I think if I knew that earlier, I would have started earlier. As bundletech.io launched middle of 2023, they help you launch your affiliate program and manage partners using software. He's got 30 folks on the beta list, signed up a bunch of them from Sastry, closed 1 million of his 1.4 million pre-seed round. That's at a 7 million valuation. So selling about 20% of the company. They're burning just 30 grand a month right now, all in. Again, they're pre-revenue, but plenty of runway uh, with himself, his co-founder, who he gave a CTO, who gave a 40% equity to, and other employees own 10%. Four engineers, two to three are part-time, looking to move them over to full-time as they get to revenue. He's hoping to charge about a grand per month for the software to these 30 beta users when it launches. We'll see if he can get it done. David, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate the time.